You're listening to Rocks Across the Pond, the curling podcast that goes around the globe looking for the best stories in the world's coolest sport. We have curling news and views for everyone, whether you're playing in your Thursday league or following your favorite teams on tour. Now here are your hosts, Ryan McGee and our professor of Peel, Jonathan Havercroft. Hey everybody, welcome to Rocks Across the Pond. It's a curling podcast coming to you from Richmond, Virginia. My name is Ryan McGee and joining me in Ottawa is not our professor of peel. It is from the Game of Stones podcast, Scott Graham. Scott, what are you doing here? Ryan, I am so glad to be alongside for this episode today. We have had an annual tradition dating all the way back to 2019, I think. Uh, of, of <laughs> a tradition unlike no other. A tradition unlike any other. Uh, to pick games at the Euros, pick our playoff teams, pick our promotions and relegations, and based on that, drink the beer of the winners choosing. So I'm here to help Lead us through the women's slate at the upcoming European Championships. Fantastic. And if you're if you're looking for our professor of Peel, Jonathan Havercroft, he is actually going to be on you and your brother Sean's show. So search for Game of Stones, and you'll be able to find Sean and Jonathan previewing the men's side of the 2022 European Curling Championships. So thank you for joining us, and... Welcome to any Game of Stones listeners who are here for the first time to hear Scott uh, discuss the European women. Thank you for joining us. Yes, it's it's good to have more people coming over and checking out your show. It's really good. One of my favorites. So happy to be here and happy to grow the podcast. Yep, and ho- hopefully our listeners will reciprocate and head over to Game of Stones to listen to Jonathan and Sean. Although I, I think we have a lot of, <laughs> I think we have a lot of kind of crossover. I feel like I feel like a lot of people listen to both of our shows already. But if you don't, please go listen to Game of Stones. They they talk a lot more in depth about the competitive side of of curling. Although I do love it when you guys do shows that. Uh, that don't talk about games. When you when you do your shows on DEI, when you do your shows, when you're talking about uh, I don't know the politics of curling, uh, I've I've always enjoyed those. Well, thanks thanks for that. We we like them too. Uh, but now that the season's in full swing, we we probably will be doing a little more breaking down the the games. I, that's something we really really enjoy doing. But uh, it's fun either way. Yep. Yeah, when I when I want to know what's going on with the slams, since I can't, well, I I could, I just choose not to, because I can't watch them uh, here in the states. I will I will listen to you guys as well as two girls in a game if I want to know what's going on uh, on mm-hmm. the on the competitive side of things. But I consider you to be kind of the stats guy, so I'm coming in here. I can bring. I can bring some narrative, but I'm, I'm going to rely on you for for the nitty gritty report, as it were. That they, you know, those those sheets that they get when they're deciding the field for the NCAA tournament. I'm relying on you 
for that nitty gritty report as we go through this field at the 2022 European Championships on the women's side. And uh, just to kind of give you some background, last year saw Scotland win gold, kind of a precursor to what we would see from then skip Eve Muirhead at the Olympics a few months later. Uh, Eve has since retired. The silver was won by Anna Hasselborg, who will be back this year, and a bronze for Germany and Daniela Jentsch, who is also in this field. The other playoff qualifier from last year's Euros, Russia, will not be in this field for uh, a variety of reasons that have nothing to do with curling, but they're not here, um, and they will not be uh, not be participating in this year's Euros. Yeah, this uh, this field is really wide open this year. Hey, Ryan, like uh, I think we've got a pretty consensus top two in Sweden and Switzerland, but the rest uh, with Russia not being there, uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I think there is a bit of a gap. Um, I don't know, even between Sweden as the number one and Switzerland as the number two, and the reason for that is you look at Switzerland's history they typically don't do well in the Euros, weirdly. Of course, they mm-hmm. they dominate at Worlds. But uh, at the Euros, um, I do not remember the last time Switzerland won, uh, won Euros on the women's side. Yeah, they've been in finals for sure. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. Yep. So let's, let's go through this field. And at the end, we will make our picks as a part of our bad beer bet. Uh, but we'll go through the A field, and then we'll we'll touch on the B, which is always always wide open. Uh, but here in the A pool, starting with Denmark, skipped by Madalena Dupont. Um, it it seems like every year, I don't know. It seems like you think, okay, this will be the year that Madalena you know s- steps away from curling, especially coming off of off of an Olympics, but no back and, uh, leading Denmark along with Matilda Halsa, uh, into, into another Euros. Yeah. This team, uh, Ryan, I don't know if you noticed, but I get a lot of, I, I get a lot of guff when I don't pick them to win. They, uh, I, I sort of dismiss them, uh, sort of out of hand because like you say, they seem like they're always just there having fun. Oh, they're not going to, you know, metal. They're not going to make the playoffs at Worlds, but they all they they seem to just like do better than my expectations. I don't know if it's better than everyone's expectations, but uh, pretty good. Uh, I do have some stats. They've played eleven games this year, went six and five so far. This is all via curling zone, so if there's errors, you can talk to them. Uh, <laughs> and and I've I've computed the hammer factor for each of these teams. The hammer factor uh, being the hammer efficiency, so how often you convert the hammer, minus your steel defense, which your steel defense should be a very low number um, if you're defending against the steel very well. So if you subtract those two, the higher the number, you're going to have a better predictor of success. Uh, And theirs is middle of the... or. in the top four of the field at 0.18. So uh, even though only six and five, small sample, small sample for Hammer Factor 2, but uh, pretty strong. And they usually do well at this event, however, went two and seven last year, which was just enough to to, to stay out of the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. 
Up next is Germany, the defending bronze medalist with Skip Daniela Yinch. It seems like this team every year gets just just a little bit better. So it's going to be interesting to see this year, you know, without Russia there, who Germany defeated for the bronze last year, like what their what their ceiling is here. Yeah, the, this team seems like they've played a lot this year. I, I it it's got thirty three games on curling zone but even that like in going through the twitter you seem to see them playing in a bunch of different events they haven't done particularly well in any of the events but they've been playing a lot uh they played three in the west of canada here the autumn gold uh the dominion security showdown and this one of the stadium events i played in basel i played the euro super series uh and so they're playing a lot but it doesn't seem like they're playing that well. They're 15 wins, 18 losses, giving up uh, seven and a half points a game. Uh, I don't know at your club, Ryan, but if you give up seven and a half points a game, it's pretty tough to win. Um, a good hammer efficiency, but they're not uh, defending against the steel very well. So they're they're converting pretty well, but also giving up a lot of steals. Uh, hammer factor is only 0.16. I, I'm not as optimistic about this team's ability to repeat their bronze medal this year. I don't know. I don't know, Scott. I play on arena ice, so <laughs> seven and a half points a game. It's like uh, like old school Big 12 from like 10 years ago. You're doing Shoot. pretty good if you're only giving up seven and a half points a game on my ice. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, up next we have Hungary, and Scott, I'm going to let you impress everyone because you said you know these pronunciations, and I'm going to cede the floor. Okay, so it's uh, Chila Hallis, uh, who is the skip, um, Bernadette, uh, Bernadette Biro uh, is throwing the fourth rocks, uh, and I think it's her sister, Blanca, who's the vice skip that throws second rocks. Uh, fun fact, Biro in Hungarian means judge or referee. Okay. So uh, I, I don't know if that's fun or not, but uh, this team, obviously they, they're in the A pool because of Russia's uh, not being there. Uh, so they finished third in the Bs last year, uh, came up once Russia was disqualified. They, from what I found, they played in one event that's uh, got stats published for the year two and two, but they did beat uh, the Turkish team that we'll talk about. That's in this field uh, six to five in, in that event. I wrote it down, but uh, Oh, it's the Latvia international challenger. Okay. So uh, I think they're a young team uh, and we'll see what this taste of the a pool will bring, but uh you know, it, it, first taste, it, it's going to be rough. Yep. Yeah, great experience, but uh, I, I'd, I'd say they're probably one of the favorites to to go back down to the B pool. If they stay in the A, I think that that would be a huge accomplishment uh, for that team. Yeah, uh, Moving on to Italy and a team that enters this quad knowing that they're in the Olympics. Uh, Italy skipped by Stefania Constantini, who took the world by storm during the mixed doubles competition at last year's Olympics. Or this year's Olympics, it's still 2022, isn't it? This year's Olympics. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, this team definitely uh, took the world by storm, or, or Constantini did anyway, at the Olympics. Uh, they've played a ton this year already. They're scoring a lot of points, but where their team doesn't quite stack up is in defending against the steel. They're super aggressive, uh, put lots of rocks in play, but that's going to lead to uh, more steals than is sustainable at the end of the day. That said, 20 wins, 12 losses. They're scoring over seven and a half points a game. Uh, they're just going to need to make sure to limit the damage at this event. And if they can do that, I think they have a pretty good outlook. Are they this year's Germany? Well, we'll have to see where I picked them at the end of, uh, at the end of this, but uh, hint is that I think they can be. Up next is Latvia. Latvia, one of those teams that is always good for a big upset when they are in the A pool at this event, skipped this time by Santa Blumberga Bergina. Uh, she has she had a very good junior career and has been a third for a while, now skipping this team. Yeah, so this team uh, played a, a little bit uh, on the tour, that Latvian spiel that I mentioned. Uh, the international challenger, they were there. Uh, they've gone six and five, five and six, around 500 this year, uh, five and six. Uh, the hammer factor for them is a zero, which is not great. Uh, 0.32 on the efficiency, but 0.32 on the steel defense, not very good. Uh, they're going to need to tighten that up. But like you say, they they do have the ability to to come out here and pull an upset. And if they can beat those teams that they need to beat around the bottom of the standings, then they'll have a shot to stay up in the A pool. Up next is Norway. Uh, throwing fourth rocks is Kristen Skaslian, who we know from her pairing with Magnus Nedrogoten on the mixed doubles tour and from this year's uh, Olympics. And skipping and throwing third rocks, Marianne Rorvik. Yes, uh, this team played 14 games this year, 10 wins, 4 losses. Um, they, they've qualified in the, the events that they've played. So playing okay results wise. Uh, but like I say, the, the, like I've said, the hammer factor is an indicator. I look at 14 games, a bigger sample size, but, uh, so far their steel defense is actually worse than their hammer efficiency. So they're in the negative, uh, when it comes to hammer factor, and it's one of these are one of the teams that like has a good record, the name we know, but you know, if they get off to a slow start, it could be trouble for them come the end of the week. Like Latvia, they were in the B pool last year and won their way into the A pool. Uh, and also like Latvia, kind of a yo-yo team up and down between the A pool and the B pool. Up next is the defending gold medalist Scotland, but this team looks a little bit different still. Some very solid curlers. I mean, anytime you've got Sophie Jackson throwing lead rocks, you've got some solid curlers on the team. But the new skip for this squad is Rebecca Morrison, uh, an up-and-coming uh, player who played very well. It seemed like last year... They were doing those events at the National Curling Academy uh, in Sterling. It seemed like Rebecca Morrison played very well, uh, even going up against uh, Eve Muirhead's team in, in those events. But a new look Scottish team here at Euros. 
Yeah, Rebecca Morrison is the next skip, you know, up and coming in Scottish curling following Eve Muirhead. Uh, I believe she went as the fifth for, I, I don't know if she went to the Olympics or not, but she's played fifth a bit. They're sort of, you know, bringing her along as the next one. Uh, they've had a pretty, pretty solid year. I, I've got 26 games played, 15 and 11. They're giving up over six points a game, but scoring more than seven and a half. So uh, that's good. What I like to see from this team is their steel defense is quite low. Uh, they've got a good force efficiency as well as a pretty middle of the pack hammer efficiency. So again, a, a big nation that you expect to be at the top, but maybe not with such a new young team. Don't, don't let that fool you. They're pretty talented and, uh, should be around the playoffs by the end of the week. Up next is Sweden and really not much to say about this team. Your your 2018 Olympic gold medalist, your 2022 Olympic bronze medalist, two-time European gold medalist, very, I would say, the favorite in this event. Yeah, they're good. Uh, <laughs> there, there's my analysis. Uh, really, really strong team. They've got the best hammer factor in the field this year, uh, 0.37. Um, they're, they're a dominant force when they're on, uh, the next team that we'll talk about, uh, I, I believe, uh, is Switzerland is sort of the only one I could see giving them a run for their money uh, in this field. Yeah. But again, as we move on to Switzerland, um, usually not as strong in this event, at least when it's Silvana Tiranzoni. Uh, as the skip, um, sh she has a silver medal in 2018 and a bronze medal in 2019 at the Euros, looking for her first European gold medal and a bit of a lineup shakeup on the front end for this team, bringing on uh, Hovald and Schwaller Herleman as the new front end for her and Alina Patz. Yeah, a new front end for this team, but it looks like they haven't missed a beat so far this year. They won the Boost National, they won uh, Western Showdown, and they won the Stucells Toronto. So they're they're like not missing a beat as at all. Like I said, um, they're g giving up only five points a game, scoring over nine. They're they're really good. Uh, and and I think this is the team to beat this week. I know uh, Switzerland or Sweden is good, but uh, I think that this first half of the year is not something we've seen from the Swiss curling prior. So uh, a good predictor for how the week's going to go. Yeah, will this be a reverse? Will we see them dominate before Christmas and struggle mm -hmm. after Christmas, which usually the, the reverse is true for, for Swiss teams. They usually build up to worlds and then dominate like they did last year. Yeah, exactly. And finally in the A pool is Turkey, really the, the breakout team of 2021-2022 in my opinion. Uh, won their way into the World A pool, and we saw them at World Championships last year. Uh, made a little bit of noise at the last chance Olympic qualifier, including upsetting uh, the team that went on to win the Olympic gold in Eve Muirhead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a really young, dynamic skip by Yildiz. 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 Uh, super strong uh, player. It's about whether the rest of the team around her can uh, set up 
the, the ends to give her a chance at the end. So uh, they've been playing uh, this year 11 games. Uh, I have them six and five. Uh, 0.10 hammer factor. So middle, middle of the pack for this field. Um, they're, they're pretty strong. They're higher on the world curling tour rankings than on the Ken Palm rankings. I know a friend of the show, Ken Palm. I, uh, I looked up his rankings as well. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're a strong team that I think should be able to stay up in a, and I think that should be their goal for this event. I agree. So do we want to do our A pool picks and then move on to the B or do you want to save them for the end? Uh, let's, let's do them now. Let's give the people what they want. All right. Uh, it's my show. So I'll, I'll start. Um, (laughs) we are, the way we're doing it is we're going to pick the podium. We'll get an extra point if we pick the winner. And then we're also picking the two teams to go down to the B pool. And then in the B pool, we will pick two teams to go up to the A. So I'll start, uh, I'll give you my podium. Uh, my gold medalist is Sweden with Anna Hasselborg, uh, but then give me Switzerland and Germany on the podium as well. Okay. So do you want my podium now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So I'm going to take uh, Switzerland to win with uh, Sweden in second place. And uh, I'm going to take Italy. Okay. To pick up that third spot. I do like it. I like that pick. Um, I, I think that that could be the breakthrough team uh, this year, that Italian team. And then my two teams to go down to the B. And I'm going to tell you, I really thought about taking Scotland to go down to the B pool, but I just could not do it. Um, so I will take Hungary and Latvia to go down to the B pool. Kind of a kind of a chalky pick there, but uh, it's all about uh, making you and your brother drink terrible beer. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, those were the two teams I had highlighted before the before we uh, got on the air here. Do I want to keep them hmm. after hearing that? Because. I, I I agree with your thoughts about Scotland. That said, I, j- I just think that uh, Rebecca Morrison is too good a player in this field uh, to to go down. I uh, too much talent is there. Madalena Dupont. I had her as my next team, my my next playoff team. Uh, I can't put her down. Norway was my other thought. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it where it is, Latvia and Hungary. All right. For All right. me so as kind well. Of, it'll be up to it'll be up to Sean and Jonathan to to separate there. I guess so now we're look basically we're looking at between Germany and Italy, uh which of yeah. them make it. It's gonna be the difference, at least on our side, uh and, of these picks. And bonus point for picking the winner That's true. correctly as well. So Watch Scotland win it again and then <laughs> And then we looked really bad, which I'm not, I'll be honest. Anytime that I'm forced to make picks, I always look bad. I leave the picks to you and yeah. Sean because uh, I, I know that I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> if you want to be wrong, make some curling picks. Exactly. I guess we don't mind it so much. <laughs> All right. So shall we move on to the B pool? Let's go. I don't have as much nope. statistics for the B pool. I'll, I'll warn you, but... Uh, 
I'm going to run down the teams really quick, at least the countries, and then mention some some players that that people might be familiar with. Uh, so the the ten countries participating in the women's B pool are Austria, Belgium, Czechia, England, Estonia, Finland, Lithuania, Slovakia, Slovenia, and Spain. And some players you might be familiar with, the skip for England is uh, a former guest of the show, Lisa Farnell. She's originally from uh, Peterborough, Ontario, I believe. Um, the Czech or Czechia, uh, you will not see Anna Kubaskova. Uh, congratulations to her. I believe she is on maternity leave. And her former third, Alzbeta Zelengrova. And you'd notice that you might notice that there is a last name change there. So, congratulations to her as well. Uh, but she has been the third on this team. She will be skipping just like she skipped at Worlds last year. Estonia, of course, Marie Kaldvi. Uh, we've seen her in the A pool plenty. And two other names to, to look at. Uh, Mia Ehrenberg is the skip for Finland this time around, and Lithuania skipped by Virginia Palanchketa. Uh, she's been around and been very successful on those the the second level of uh, of World Curling Tour events. Yeah, and and Ryan, I'll just mention for Team Austria, Hannah Augustin, who's throwing the fourth rocks and and vice skipping is someone I used to play with at the Montreal Royal Montreal Curling Club. So Fantastic. Uh, we're, I'm rooting hard for uh, for Hannah and Team Austria. All right, so I'll give you, let's see, my two to go up. I know I want, uh, I don't know, Czechia without, without Kubaskova. I definitely want to take Estonia with Marie Kaldvi to get back into the A pool. Mm-hmm. And oh man, you know what? I'm going to stay in the Baltics and give me Lithuania for the upset as your other A pool, uh, your other your other team going up from from the B pool to the A pool. Okay, okay. I I think I agree with you on Estonia, but you know what? This wouldn't be fun if we picked the same. So I'm not going to pick them. I am going to take this Czech team. Uh, I think, you know, shake it up, uh, get some, some new ideas in. We'll, we'll see what happens. They're, they're pretty talented. Uh, so I'll take them and give me a friend of the show, Lisa Farnell in England. Uh, All right. Why not? All right. So now you and I also have to make picks on the men's side to go along with Jonathan and Sean. So I'll let you start it off this time. Give me your your three podium teams and the two teams going down from the men's side. So uh, for my picks, uh, Gold, Scotland, and Bruce Mowat. Which would make uh, them back-to-back. They won gold in this event last year. They did. For uh, the podium, give me Italy and Sweden without Nicholas Adin. Yep, And that would be a repeat of last year's podium where we saw Sweden win silver and Italy win bronze. Am I looking at last year's? <laughs> you Maybe. might be. No, Are I, you? I, I'm, no. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no. How about you, Ryan? 
I am. I am. I said this on our show. I am going to take Sweden. I think this is the Oscar Ericsson coming out party. I think we're going to see kind of what Sweden looks like. Maybe not for this quad, but for the next one. I think that uh, I think we'll have Oscar winning gold. Um, and continuing kind of my theory that Oscar Ericsson is the greatest curler of all time. Mm. So I'm going to take Oscar uh, okay. to win gold, and then the rest of the podium. Give me Scotland. And you know what? Give me Norway. Ah. I'll be a little bit different. I'll take Stefan Wallstad to, to get some hardware. I think okay. maybe for the first time. Has Stefan ever skipped a team to a to a podium anywhere? Hmm. I'm not sure he has. Oh, no, he's well, do we count Here's... do we count lugs? Are we gonna count lugs? What are lugs? Uh World University games. Uh, oh, oh, lugs. Um, yeah. And he, he also won a gold medal at the world mixed curling championship. Okay. All right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Stefan. I'll take every, every, so every time we do this, I pick Norway to do bad and then they do well. (laughs) Um, including at the Olympics where they almost made it, uh, into the playoffs, uh, instead of John Mm. Schuster. Um, but I will take, I will put Norway on the podium. All right. Give me your two teams heading down to the B pool. So I th- it's going to be Czech Republic for me. And then I really like the story of Denmark and I, I liked hearing Mads on your show. So I won't pick them to go down. Uh, Turkey will be my other. I'm going to have Spain staying up. Okay. Uh, I think I think uh, I think that'd be fun. I really like Lukas Klima, um, mm-hmm. and I think I think he's playing well. So I'm going to keep the Czech Republic up. Man, I think Turkey is going to surprise some people. So I'm going I'm going to kind of hedge here. I'm going to I'm going to say that Turkey's going to surprise some people. But at the end of the day, it will be Turkey and Spain. Heading down to the B pool. Okay. I think that has more to do with the other teams in this field than it does about those two skips. I think even without Russia in this field, this is actually a pretty strong field in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It is, especially compared to the women's side where usually at the world's... Usually it's the reverse. Usually you look at the women's field and go, there's no easy game here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely different this year. So how about then the B division? Why don't you run oh down quickly the teams that are in it? Oh, there's, do you want me to, uh, there's a lot of them. Um, okay. I've Austria, got a list here. All right, Austria, Belgium, England, Estonia, Finland, France, Hungary, Ireland, Latvia, Lithuania, the Netherlands, Portugal, Slovakia, Slovenia, Ukraine, and Wales. <clears throat> so that's a good, a big list. Um, I, I like the way that Wouter's been playing this year, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to have to take the Netherlands to come up. Uh, they've had quite a few, uh, playoffs so far. And then for my next selection, it's going to be between Finland and Hungary for me, but, uh, I think Finland are just too experienced. Okay. Um, I am going to go with a bit of an upset. I am going to take Belgium. And oh. the Netherlands, so kind of a a Beneliga kind of uh, advancement. So I think I think Belgium. I've heard some things. 
Yeah. So I think yeah. that they might be the surprise of this B pool, which the B pool can usually in the B pool, you have one team that just has no business being there and they blow everyone away. Last year it was Russia. This year, I think it's mm -hmm. the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's a series of coin flips. So I'm going to take Belgium as, uh, as my coin flip to, to get out of the A, um, which would be unique. It would be the first time that Belgium gets to uh, the A pool on either, uh, I believe the first time the, a, the European A pool uh, for either the men or the women. So I think so. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm staying themed on my, um, on my B pool picks. I'm, I'm going all Baltic on the women and I'm going Beneliga on uh, on the men's side. I like it. I like it. This this is good. This is you know we're a bit different. Uh, it's it's not going to be a boring tie. All right. Well, I I look forward to hopefully making you drink something absolutely terrible uh, live on your show. Uh, but Scott, thank you so much for for joining us. Is there anything you want to say before we get out of here? Thanks for having us, uh, Ryan. Give us a follow on Twitter. We're at uh, Game of Stones Pod while Twitter still exists. Uh, we're over on Instagram at Game of Stones Pod. You can email us, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook too. Just search for uh, Game of Stones Podcast. All right. And do that in order to find uh, the men's side with our co host, Jonathan Havercroft, and your brother, Sean Graham. Yeah, it should be a good lesson. I'm looking right. forward to it. All right. Have fun and enjoy the Euros, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rocks Across the Pond, a curling podcast. If you enjoyed this show, we ask you to please leave a review or tell a friend about us. Your referrals to friends and family are the greatest compliment we can receive and is what allows our show to grow and share our love of this great game. You can find all of our past shows and blog posts at rocksacrossthepond.com. If you have a question or comment, you can reach us at rocksacrossthepond at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to us, and we will talk to you again real soon.